Okay, everybody, welcome to the Pets, People and Harmony podcast. This is actually our very first ever interview. I've got my beautiful Pearl here, who's very, very old. We've got Brendan Goya, who's a behavior consultant and canine coaching uh, legend. He's got his beautiful little dog there who's hiding behind his name, so we can't quite see that dog's face. So Brendan started off in sales and finance. Now I'm going to be looking over here just so I can read the bio and tell you who Brendan is. Uh, He left banking and finance to pursue a career in dog training in 2019. Uh, He practised alongside a whole lot of trainers for some time. Then it became clear to him that training dogs required more than the cookie-cutter approach sort of offered by a lot of these training programs that are out there teaching everyone to do the same thing with every dog. Uh, and he developed his own brand, 2010 created Canine Coaching. Uh, Brenda takes a really more holistic relationship-based approach to behaviour modification, and he's really interested in looking at helping his clients look deeper into the various potential causes of um, less than desirable behaviours for the human, which are often quite desirable behaviours for the dog, but the humans don't necessarily love them so much. Um, and meeting meeting the d- needs of the dog first. Brendan really promotes positive reinforcement, offering more choice and appropriate play. And he's super keen on continuing to grow in this world. So welcome, Brendan. And um, I'm so excited to have you here on our brand new Sparkly Shiny podcast. I'm very excited to be here myself. Thank you for having me, Dr. Edward uh, Bessenblink. Is there anything else you can add to that intro? I mean, it's it's a pretty good intro. I mean, it's a, a, it, it kind of encompasses my transition from, you know, I guess uh, something outside of the pet world. And, um, you know, when I had to, you know, I, not really. I mean, I say I don't really, I mean, I, I spend most of my time really just in working with animals. So um, when it, it pretty much encompasses what I do, I mean. Cool. Well, this is like a little teaser episode for our full part podcast episode that'll be coming up in a, in a week or so, and the topic is strengthen your relationship with your pets through deeper understanding. Could you tell us in in a minute or two, you know, why this is important to you? Yeah, it's a good question. It's very valuable, um, I think, for my clients to understand more about the why, why their pets are having a hard time. And I say that they are having a hard time, uh, not that they're you know having problem behavior per se, but they're really struggling to adapt um, to our world. And we have a very complex, that's my dog knocking the, the TV. Uh, we, have, we have a very complex world that we live in that's advanced very quickly over the past mm-hmm. 10, 15 or so years. And I don't think we've really acknowledged how much we are asking of our animals um, whatever species of animal we have to figure out how to cope and understand and, and work with our dynamic world. And so um, it's become apparent to me throughout the, you know, this little over 10 years of working with pets and dogs that um, it, j- just teaching the, you know, I guess the basics isn't quite enough and it definitely doesn't help uh, when a lot of your pets are overstressed or fearful or in pain or having a hard time, um, you know, kind of working with, what we expect them to do. And um, a lot of the solutions that are pretty popular traditional have pretty negative consequences. And I don't think people realize how likely they are. I think they see a very small population sample 
of their neighbors and don't yep. quite get the full understanding of you know what it really looks like with a proper sample size of hundreds and thousands of dogs and the percentages of dogs that we see that um, have a are having a real hard time um, based on either a lack of understanding, um, a lack of presence with them, and mm-hmm. or a or basically training them or working with them in a way that is detrimental to their welfare. I, I look, I really agree with you, and that's one of the reasons why I'm really excited to have you bringing all of your lived wisdom of you know a long time for working with a lot of dogs. And what we do in these little introductory sessions, these little teaser sessions for the pod- podcast, is um, we ask you to share the one thing, the one thing that you can tell us in in about five minutes that that from your experience is going to give people something that can really help their animals and the one thing that you wanted to talk about today was three ways to increase your dog's confidence and especially on lead when walking that sort of thing right i think there's some very simple things we can do and i see this you know i um dogs are a magnet for my vision when i'm driving when i'm walking around when i'm looking at my balcony here all i see when i see a dog i'm on it and i'm like what what is that dog saying what is a person doing with their dog you know it's it's just i'm fascinated by our interactions especially outside um, on walks with the public and how we respond and engage with our animals. Um, whether Because it's, it's interesting, our behavior really has a lot to do with their behavior. Oh, yeah. We are just their guides. And the walk on a leash, most of the time where we want to take them is so unnatural for them to understand and how to manage without really clear understanding and a solid emotional foundation that I think we expect too much of them most of the time, um, whether it be just to go to the bathroom or whether it be going to stroll with us or how, you know, whether it be meeting people, dogs, et cetera, all the things that are going to pass all the way. So um, my, my easy tips are this one, give your dog most often a little bit more leash. Um, a five mm-hmm. foot, a four foot, a six foot leash is fine for a really well-trained dog um, with us in a specific environment. But I work with a lot of fearful animals or a lot of animals without a history of understanding of what a leash is and the consequences of what that, you know, the consequences of a leash and how it really feels to be on a leash. Um, and so it is essentially being trapped. It's a barrier. And a lot of behavior that people um, call me for is because of this, essentially this, this mechanism where the mm-hmm. dog cannot communicate properly with the, the rest of the environment. They do not have the flexibility or freedom to inspect or sniff something that they've identified mm-hmm. and find valuable. And every second or every, every very often just hitting the end of the leash to smell something does a few things. One, it's frustration and it builds up mm-hmm. that it also impacts the animal's physiology. It pulls on their neck somewhere on their body. Um, and it often, because we're not really keen on what that means, we just follow the dog and they learn to pull by happenstance. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things that happen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Most, and, and most dogs aren't dying to run away. They're not dying to run down the street, run away from you. Uh, you know, there's, um, and when I say add a longer leash, I'm talking about maybe a 10 foot leash, you know, yeah. and something you can turn into a five foot leash in a roll or, a, you know, one, you reel in one time. Um, I found by changing this over the past few years, one, I can train puppies that are unfamiliar with boundaries and leashes much easier because they will not hit the end of the leash as often. Gotcha. I'm not going to panic as bad. 
dogs who are very scent driven, which is every dog in specialty <laughs> breeds like beagles and so forth and hounds, they can yeah. access more of what they're looking for without having to end up pulling or hitting something causing them frustration. Um, yep. And it also allows you to, here's the cell, walk less or be less, I guess, um, corrective on your pet. Well, I can kind of walk here and my leash now is extra long. My pet can kind of do this yep. without having to follow me so intently or so carefully, which is very challenging. And so it allows the owner to actually get walk the same pace and their pet to cover more surface area. It also, so you've got, you've got more freedom yeah. for the human the dog, right? and the dog with a longer leash. Yeah, so you're, you're not like, oh, hark, God, why are you pulling so much, you know? Yeah. The dog so is that, able to that's, just that's, get out of that boundary and get what they're what they're really trying to get. And then so that's finally, the that's, that's the first thing. thing. That's the, that's the first the thing. thing. The second the thing is you, you get to practice your recall on a walk now because your dog is just oh. far enough ahead of you to call. Gotcha. So now instead of having to be off leash or go to a park and you know put a 30-foot leash on there, when your dog oh. happens to smell ahead and you want to practice reorienting or coming to you to get more walk, to get the same smells he was going to get, you get to intermediate or kind of insert yourself into the picture, allowing your dog to work with you just to so you can work with him. So it kind of this relationship of I'm working with my pet to work with me and who's controlling who is kind of, yep. there's no control. It's just a matter of like, we're doing this together in this way where I get to strengthen my dog's basic skills because I get to practice, come to my hand, look at me, sit, let's go, or whatever combination of those I want. And That's use the reward of the walk, which is what he wants anyway, just to keep going. Because the leash is loose, it's just a little more seamless. There's not... It's not as hard of a test to kind of nail. Like the, the dog has that flexibility. So, and and safety. You can practice recall with safety too. So I'd never thought safety. of that one. That's super cool. Yeah. So what's, what's the third thing? Well, with this long leash, you know, and I had other ideas, but this long leash actually helps your dog meet dogs better or helps your dog avoid meeting dogs better because gotcha. they now have more of an ability to, to communicate, I want to move forward or move backwards. And so, if, for instance, if a dog approaches yours or there's a say a dog startles you, your dog now can jump or run away just far enough to where it's not going to get hung up on its leash. Gotcha. And it finds there's a little bit more agency or control in this because now they bounded out of the way or they backed up and it's diffused the situation. Whereas before on a four to six foot leash, you're probably hitting it immediately and you're coming along with it. And if that's a big dog, that might be problematic for you as well. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think I think just this, and I would say this: there's actually a type of leash that I prefer over all other materials. Yeah. It's called biothane. I don't. I think it's. A, I think it's a regular material you can find around. It's basically like a kind of a pleather or kind of a. It's like a rubbery kind of a thing. Is it? Okay. And I found it's them nice and, nice and grippy. Grippy, except when it's wet. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, they're, they're, they're essentially tracking lines that I, was, I found from um, you know, other people, other trainers. And if you're walking on concrete, which is a lot of what we walk on out here, you know, um, this particular leash, if you step on it and you need to control your animal and there's a problem and you can't hold on to them, it uh -huh. has a very high friction, I guess, coefficient, if that's the real word I want to use. And on, on, if the you just put, on the pavement. Okay. If you put your foot okay. on it, oh, it cool. will not slide out very easily. 
we will we'll put a link to where you can find that kind of resource in in yeah. the um in the podcast thing. The yep. thing. And and the it cleans up real nice at the end of the walk. You can wipe any pee poo, anything from the street, anything from the yard. Just okay, cool. wipe Thanks it right down. And it's brand new. Yeah. Awesome. So th- this is our little like teaser because we want to inspire you to come along and watch the full 45 minute um interview that we're going to have with brendan that's going to be released in a week or so and brendan is going to dig into two into three really super important um topics in that uh extended interview which number one is why kindness is the ultimate training principle number two is using management and rewards to strengthen your relationship with your dogs and number three is offering a choice versus demanding behavior with your dog. So that's going to be a really juicy, rich conversation, and you're going to learn a whole lot of really cool stuff. And following up after the 45-minute session, we're actually going to have a two-hour-long two intensive live online workshop where Brendan's going to teach you a whole lot of practical stuff that you can do with your dogs to make a massive, beautiful difference for them. But that's the wrap for this little um, teaser introductory episode for the podcast with the title of Strengthen Your Relationship with Your Pets Through Deeper Understanding. We'll be back for the 45-minute long full interview in a week or so after this has been released out. Look forward to seeing you then. Thanks so much and goodbye for now.